Not only are we going to New Hampshire, we're going to South Carolina and Oklahoma and Arizona and North Dakota and New Mexico. We're going to California and Texas and New York. We're going to South Dakota and Oregon and Washington and Michigan. And then we're going to Washington, D.C. to take back the White House. You want me on that wall. You need me on that wall. You are listening to America's Healthcare Challenge with Sean McGuire. Join the conversation at 402-342-1290 or at 800-577-1290. Once again, direct from the American heartland, here's your host, Sean McGuire. Hey, welcome back to America's Healthcare Challenge here on News Talk 1290 Coil. Hope all is going well with you. Thanks for, for your time. We're joined here on the program by Stuart Slonen, who is the president of Say Consulting uh, LTD Limited in um, sunny Florida. But actually, we've got Florida weather. I think the last time we talked, it was cold up here, so I'm always jealous of the weather down there, Stuart. Uh, but we're talking about um, a lot of the changes in the individual marketplace as well as in the group marketplace. We talked a little bit about what it means for consumers, which... Uh, sounded pretty stark, I guess, to say the least, at least for the next year, as far as higher premium increases, uh, lower uh, or less uh, choice as far as networks and um, and so on and so forth. And on the other side, you've got uh, providers that are getting more aggressive in, in their need to collect funds because they've got uh, changes in reimbursement coming. But uh, let's talk about health care costs. Uh, we did a little bit. That it looks like they're going to be going up. Uh, you really can think they're going to continue to go up beyond 2017, Stuart? <clears throat> yes, I do. It let's, it, I, I think what we need to do is let's move now into the large employer marketplace, and then we can talk about, uh, after that, you know, tools and aids of, you know, what mm-hmm. uh, can employers and employees do, uh, you know, for some help here. Because uh, I think once you get a bigger picture there in the larger marketplace, uh, which is where the largest segment of insured folks uh, in the United States, get their coverage, you'll get a better picture of what's actually going on and what's about to happen. Health benefits represent a significant cost for large employers. The percentage of full-time employees uh, designated by their employer eligible for employer-sponsored benefits continues to go up, and it increased this year about uh, 2.5% uh, from where we were last year. And this has been affected by the broadening coverage eligibility requirements of, of the ACA. The health premium cost per employer employee rose this year uh, 5%. Now, again, we're talking about the large employer marketplace. The overall cost uh, per covered member uh, grew uh, 7.9% uh, you know, in 2016. However, the number of covered dependents per employee declined, leading to lower overall premium costs per employee. Health premium costs increased for all workers, including those with and without dependents. Let me give you an idea here, and one study that we use every year is the uh, Millman Cost-Benefit Study, which comes out at the end of uh, every May. So this year's figures... To ensure a family of four utilizing a PPO type of a plan, now this is the average for the whole of the United States, the average family of four 
paid $25,826. The employed uh, portion of those costs uh, is 43%, $295 and change a month. The employer cost, who's picking up 50, 57% of that cost, is $524.07 a month. Uh, so that's what the costs were this year uh, in the large employer marketplace. Again, the the increase percentage-wise is only 5%, but when you look at it from an employee and dependent cost standpoint, uh, it was sizable. It was more than it was more than 11 percent. So overall, uh, these figures reflect that employer-provided health care plans in the large employer marketplace, in general, are stable, and employers are these large employers are adjusting to changes in costs and shifting demographics in the workplace. In other words. People are, are coming back into the workplace and is changing the overall demographics of a given group. Some of those people are also at the back end going out and looking for, uh, for new jobs as the marketplace is opening up for more opportunities out there. So that changes the census of a given employer group. The stability of price participation in the large employer marketplace does not apply to every segment of the marketplace across the country. Some are larger, some are smaller. Uh, most large employers have offered benefits to their employees for years. And today what we see is a variety of employers in using fully insured plans. Some, uh, particularly this last year, because of course have moved to self-funded plans. And I think you're going to see probably a further movement up the food chain, if you would, uh, in 2017 to something called a captive insurance uh, program, which is really something that we need to get to, uh, Sean, probably in a, you know, in a different segment uh, down the road in the future. Mm-hmm. But that's where I see the movement of uh, the large employer marketplace going. So from self-funded to captive, that's what you think? Yeah, it'll go from fully insured to more self-funding, and those that have been in the self-funded marketplace for a period of time will now move up to captive insurance as a you know as the ultimate uh, option for them. Why, why do you see that um, that happening? Well, with a self, when you move from from um, a fully insured plan, whatever the bottom line claims are for a given year, that's what the employer is going to pay as far as their rate increase next year. When you move into a self-funded plan, that employer group is saying, I think uh, our group is healthier than the norm, therefore we can stand on our own claims experience. You may have one good year, then a bad year, maybe two bad years and one good year, or some combination thereof within a three-year given period of time. They're always subject to their own claims experience. In a captive They're moving into a scenario where they, the employer, are a part owner of an insurance mechanism together with other like-minded employers, and they are protected by the claims experience of the block of employers that are involved in this captive. So I, I think they see this, and it is, in fact, a protective element that they'll move up to 
once they've had the experience of being in a self-funded plan. And, and then do you think they would stay in that for a long time? Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. there's, there's, it's a stability mechanism uh, that they have control of the premium. They have control of the plan design. They have uh, control over the changes that need to be made on a year-to-year basis and also changes that are required by their changing demographic uh, employee base. And the only mechanism where you can have that much control is a captive insurance program. Interesting, interesting. We're talking with Stuart Slonen, uh, CEO of Say Consulting uh, down in uh, Florida. Uh, Stuart, um, what uh, what are some of the... Uh, tools that employers have have been looking at here to offset some of these medical costs? Okay, uh, that's really an interesting question. Um, I, I guess I would start with a wellness benefit uh, to make sure that a group has a wellness component, and not just any wellness component. Uh, wellness that might include, instead of a 24-hour nurse hotline, uh, 24-hour access to physicians, um, have access to provider base, have access to prescription drug uh, base, uh, have access to other medical providers in their area, and uh, be able to consult them uh, telephonically on the phone when they're needed. These kinds of tools will help tremendously. And being able to, by using uh, you, you know, an employer's geographics, being able to pinpoint where they operate, what the best tools are in their area for them to use. Those, you know, using, in other words, using big data is going to be the way that an employer can really protect themselves long term. Right, right, right. It's going to have to. It's going to going to be needed, especially as you said, because with costs going up. Uh, all across them, it's a, it's it's really really affecting them. So they there's going to really need to be if there hasn't already a paradigm shift uh, from employers to uh, really yep. focus on on, on when they take a look stuff. at their renewals and they finally get to the point and say, you know, we've tried this, we've tried that, we've tried uh, fully insured, we've tried uh, cost shifting, uh, we've tried all the other mechanisms that we've used for years. They're just not producing you know, the, the results that we expected and, uh, you know, we've got to do something else. Mm-hmm. How much of this do you think is, uh, could, uh, be also attributed through, uh, I mean, we've got to change human behavior in a lot of this stuff too, and, and really mm-hmm. educate them on, Oh, I guess on, the, on how to access the system at, at the best place as well. Uh, <clears throat> not only access the system at the best place as well, but behavioral tools, Built into a wellness uh, benefit structure is extremely important. Um, you know, from smoking cessation to weight control uh, to dietary help to those kinds of tools, uh, and also going to see a doctor once a year, uh, you know, and getting a checkup. All those things will make market uh, changes in the claims results of a given employer. If those tools are not there for the employees to readily use, uh, this is where the employer is going to be hurting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, hey, Stuart, um, we got one more time out, and then um, I, I guess we'll, why don't we bring you back for, for some final thoughts 
uh, sure. here on the program, and then uh, uh, we'll, uh, we'll we'll give our final thoughts uh, for the audience and, and share a couple of stories here at the end of the program here on America's Healthcare Challenge, the first and most listened to radio program on uh, the Affordable Care Act, the uh, healthcare reform, Obamacare, whatever you want to call it, and all of the changes uh, that are coming as a result from it. It's um, it's kind of like throwing a big rock into a into a pond, and you can see the ripple effect. That's exactly what that law uh, did here to our whole country and our industry. And we're going to talk more about it coming up next. <laughs> 